your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Cause I'm KRX and I'm on the mic and premieres on the breaks. Ooh, you knew it was coming. Yeah. I was kind of expecting KRS. Miriam Tazi. What's up, Malcolm Riddle? You know it. Going up to the hardcore hip hop. I love it. I wish I could go through life on the mic. Yeah. Point your finger. <laughs> if you don't know me by now, I doubt you'll ever know me. This is like a pure, pure classic. Anyone who knows hip hop or thinks they know hip hop should know this. Oh, yeah. This song is killer. Killer. You hear this in the streets in Africa, even. Do you? Mm-hmm. Did you? That's what's up. Oh, Hip hop is definitely even expand. I heard a lot of Moroccan rap. Oh, I thought actually. you meant you heard American Riddle in the streets oh. of Africa. <laughs> my mistake. So, welcome to another program of American Riddle. And uh, maybe we for my devices. Appreciate. Hold on, Miriam Tachi. <laughs> Let me get out the thanks. Okay, so Miriam is jonesing for a podcast. She couldn't wait, people. I had one last week. She's back. <laughs> one more time. Sorry. I had to skip one. Now she's back again. She keeps making comebacks. See how long, how long that go. lasts. Listen to that. Rock, get you. You could be a Mac, a pimp, hustler, a player. But make sure live you is a dope bomb say. Oh. Yeah, I can keep that. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can let that just keep on rolling. So, yeah, on to the next. And, yes, thank you for tuning in. Again, thanks for all your feedback. I appreciate it. I've got some... Uh, have you gotten a lot of feedback? I mean, just one's enough. I'm always surprised Aww. when I get one. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm getting like tons of email that just you know keeping me at my desk. You need someone to check your email for you. No, it ain't. It ain't respond. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. You know the thing about Karis One is I can let his stuff keep playing because he's given he's signed off. Oh yeah, that's right. He let he lets that be. Yeah, so I might even change this podcast into a KRS One podcast. There's enough songs in this catalog that I can open and close with beats and rhymes by the Blastmaster KRS-One. That's, That's one true. way. And he says it openly. Videotape, yeah. everything. You've got my, you know, his permission to, to put it up and keep it up. Spread the word. Yep. I Look like the that. Shit. I do. I like that. You have to. And you guys have permission to use my shit, too. Not that you would want it, but Miriam just looked at me with <laughs> blank look. Thanks a lot. Let's turn it down a little bit, though. Oh, trick ya. Love it. Premiere. Huh? It's hard to turn them down, you know? It is. It is. It is, it is, it is. So what's up? Well, speaking of hard, uh, I've been having a hard time. I've been having a hard time working out. Just getting to the, not so much getting to the gym, but the actual workout. Really? You know? Yeah. I thought you loved working out. I do. Then what's so hard about it? The pain. Oh. The pain after. Mm. Yeah. Or so, not so much, and also during. Stretch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it does. It takes, it takes me, it takes me a good, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or so to warm up before I jump into something. Yeah. But, uh, God, I've been having some problems. Yeah, but even after, you still have to stretch after the fact. I do. I meditate also. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yep. That's good. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a form of meditation. I don't know if it's proper. So what? What is your form of meditation? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just ask? go. To, I go into a quiet place and just sit there quietly. Usually in the steam room, clear, clear your mind. But I get distracted because of the ongoings <laughs> and the steam room etiquette of other men Lack parading around. Off. Yeah, mm. nude. So <laughs> sometimes I get. Eyes. I do. I do. But sometimes I open it. And it's like a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, that's not maybe the best place to meditate. Then you got to find a better. I mean, you safe hope for the place. best. Yeah, you kind of hope for the best. And yeah, just... but if you always have that fear, kind of, you can't be completely relaxed. You know, if there's it's that. not really a fear. It's just like, come on, man, well, really? Just... Like some, you know, it's just it's just <laughs> too. Yeah. When you just when, that possibility, I don't know. It's okay. I, you know, I don't have an issue with the guy that comes in and you've got a towel wrapped around you. No that's problem. Fine. You know what I mean? Or if you remove the towel and you, 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 some people lay down, you know what I mean? And stretch out. If there's no, no one else in there. If there's only like two or three people in there, mm. I can dig that. But put something over top of you, man. You know what I mean? Are there enough towels at this place where it's like, you know? Yeah. So it's not like it's there's plentiful. No, no. <laughs> it's overflowing. There's a towel person that's in charge of the towels, and that's so you all they do. Have is, too many towels. There's tons. There's, okay. there's a whole. There's literally smell okay. I don't smell them, but there's literally <laughs> a wall of of towels and and, and to hand towels. Also, I use both. I go in when I go into the, the steam room. I use the big towel just wrap around me. I use the hand towel also because the hand towel it. Uh, Serves as like a loincloth, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, how do that you way, wait? So, so if how I have does the towel, it get me, attached, hold on, chief. So, if I've got the towel wrapped around me, and yes. let's say if I'm sitting like this, yeah, and my legs open up, you know what I mean? There's oh, you just hold on things, to it, and it's like they're hanging in between, just in case. No, I don't hold on to it, you can just tuck it, tuck it right in, and, oh, then, there you go. and you can spread eagle and just sit there, you know what I mean, <laughs> like this, and it's okay because I don't want something just hanging down, you know what I mean? Swing <clears> low, <throat> <laughs> you know, you don't want. You know, I mean, I, it's fine when I'm in there solo. I don't have a problem, but uh, I don't really have a problem if, if I'm just being considerate to the person next to me. I don't. What, what do they want to see? You know what I mean? The other day I was in there and this guy was uh, he was stretching it out like doing he was doing like quarter lunges, not full lunges, but he was just kind of stretching it out. Standing there nude, and he decided to put his hands on his hips, and he was like stretching, turning side to side, right? And then the steam comes at, a, I mean, it's hot, mm-hmm. straight up hot. I mean, I got, like I said, I'm, I'm tender anyway, so I, <laughs> I feel everything. It, it's, but it's intense when it blows. You can feel this dude. I swear to God, this dude was butt naked. No lie. Butt naked, and he he kept taking his feet and he put it right next to, to the blower part. Right, I'm yeah, straight up, man. He must have had Hercules feet, like, <laughs> like something from like the Gladiator times. He had something. We have man. to think like chefs like don't Egypt. have any feeling in their hands, you know, because everything it's like he had the know. feet that the dudes made the pyramids. You know what I mean? Those dudes had to have rough hands and yeah, foots, rough. straight up. And he he was holding Callous. it there, and I was just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Your soft, your feet are so soft. Yeah, so it's like for you, it's yeah, like my, shocking my, that it's my skin too. is soft. It's like it's yeah. I wouldn't make it. I would not make. <laughs> How long it. do you stay in there? Uh, not long because I, I hear it's not good for like blood pressure and stuff like that. So oh. I, I stay in eh, five minutes, five to sometimes a little bit more. I don't, I don't have no way to calculate, but until I can't stand it, okay. the heat and the nudity. 
<laughs> so whichever, whichever one breaks me Weird first. Mm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I get it. You know, it's just you're amongst men, you know, but I mean, I have some decency, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. People have, everyone has their own etiquette when they're in like different places. No, these guys don't. They, they just, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. The other day. It was like an escape. I was in the gym the other day. <laughs> I skipped today, but uh, the other day I was in there and dude got out of the shower, went over to the bathroom sink, and then put his foot, he was, he was, putting, he was putting lotion on, right? They have complimentary lotion. Do they yeah. really? Yeah. So That's a nice gym. So he took his foot and he put his leg up nude, put his leg up on the sink. The part where people go and they, you know, shave, brush their teeth. They do all sorts of lay their shaving cream and uh, razor and toothbrush on. His big foot, nasty foot was on the, boom, just put it on there. And his other leg was on the ground. So he's like at an angle and he's just standing there and everyone's walking, you know, just like, like mm-hmm. man, come on. <laughs> That's so considerate. They do it, man. They do it. I know, but people like that just think that they're the only ones in the world. That's how they act at home. So they think that it's okay to behave like that in public. You know? I'm like, man, then somebody's got to go by and clean. Put... No, no one will. You'll, you'll go by and you'll put your hand on there and yeah. his foot's been all up on there. Yeesh. You know? No yeah, etiquette. That's not right. That's gross. No etiquette. You got to have etiquette, people, you know? You got to think of someone else besides yourself. And then think about the guy or girl that's watching. Do women do this? I mean, there's I'm going to send you to the gym. I'm going to send you to my gym. I'm going to get you a pass. And you're going to be an investigative reporter. <laughs> huh? And you're going to go take in. take a yoga class and see how that goes. Yeah, I want to know what goes on in the women's. Uh, if anyone listening uh, is a woman, <laughs> if, report back to me. I want to know what goes Anique. on. should ask Anik. Anik is at the gym right now. Yeah, I want to know what goes on in the women's bathroom. Okay. The, the worst thing that goes on in a women's bathroom. Do so, you really want to know? Well, I mean, the gym room. Like, is it, is, it, is it as basic as ours? Like, this type of stuff I describe? I don't go to the gym. Or maybe I'm being too picky. Am I, am, am I being too demanding, overly demanding? No, I get grossed out. Like, I asked her, I'm like, do they wipe down the equipment and stuff? She's like, mm, I've never seen them do that. I'm uh, like, oh, so you're like working out in someone else's sweat in that cushion, you know? I'm like, ugh. That doesn't bother me too much. I mean, unless I see it, you know, usually I, well, we, they, we have the hand towels too, so I bring those and I lay it down on the, on the mat. I mean, it's not, you know, I know I'm going to take a shower anyway, so. I know, but I don't know. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like going to the YMCA when I was a kid. That's yeah. when I would go. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was kind of gross. Like just pe- women do walk around naked, no shame. And when I was like, I don't know, 10, I was like traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so much hanging flesh. I yeah, was like, oh, God. It's rough. <laughs> it was not. So. No, you know, no one's perfect. No, I know build, that. But, you know, when you're that young, you don't know, you yeah. know, and you're like, Some wait, stranger. what? Yeah. I mean, when I went to the public bath in Morocco, women, you know, were topless and just naked and, you know, a lot of long boobs, oh. you know, lots of long, <laughs> <laughs> long boobs. So, yeah. Like yeah, when you need to lift it to like wash underneath it. Really? And stuff. Yeah. Long boobitis. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's rough, man. So. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
made you speechless. You asked, and I'm like saying stuff, and you're like, yeah. At least you don't have, uh, you know, women blow drying their, you know, southern regions. Well, there was a lot of bush, too, when I was a kid. I was like, is that what happens? You know, now it's different. So it is. But a lot of fur. (laughs) Huh? Some women, yes. Really? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, some women don't shave their underarms and stuff or legs. There's, you know, yeah. But that was a different time, too, because I think in in the, well, I don't know. When was this? <laughs> 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 what decade was this? Well, and then you're talking about the elderly or you're talking? Yeah, okay. you know. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll mix, yeah. it's like the ones who go to the, the movie theater and they got the gray hair and stuff. They just like, they call it a day. <laughs> it's done. What's the point, right? Stop fronting. Kind of. Everybody's going to get there at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just like. Whew. Hopefully in a way. Yeah. That could be rough, though. I couldn't imagine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big. <laughs> just, I don't I don't know. I, that's not that's not a concern for me. I didn't really wasn't going to talk about all this, but I wasn't. Yeah. You've. Taking us down that road. I'm sorry. So you asked, man. I mean, it could be. Yeah, you know. that, that's not a concern for me so much. Like, I, I'm just more concerned in the gym. More concerned about the etiquette and the overall stance and how long you're standing there no, doing whatever more, you're doing. You know, if you're considerate. if you have you know hairy chest or hairy you know balls and stuff like that. <clears throat> I'm alright with that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really etiquette, not really women, looking. Women are more considerate in general. I feel like men are more selfish. Not to generalize too much, but I feel like that's kind of how we're socialized. Yeah, hair I can deal with. Hair I can deal with, you know. It's the whole blow drying or doing lunges. Well, there's a lot of hair stuff, you know. Picking your feet, you know. Standing there on your cell phone and clipping your toenails. You know, go home, man. (laughs) I don't need that shit in my life. (laughs) Hit the bricks. But yeah, so I mean that's that that's one th- one area I have to maneuver in the gym. But uh, just basic stuff like pull ups now have become a challenge for me. I mean, how many of you guys listening can do pull ups? Have you oh, done a pull up lately? No, you know, lately, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's in your routine or something. Like, all right, yeah, just go. I'm not talking about the chin up where you're doing under and close grip. I'm talking about a wide grip pull up. Man, I'm struggling. I'll do like a few of those and my legs are kicking, <laughs> kicking all around. I'm like the old guy in the gym now. I'm like, look at that guy. His form's off, his legs flipping around, you know? At least you're I look trying. like one of those uh, those puppets that are on a string. You know how you hold them and you, you're just you dangling them. Yeah, that's me. When I used to be able to squeeze those out, I'm like, I don't know, I, I would do 8 to 12, no problem, with weights. That's crazy. Now it hurts. Yeah, well. <clears throat> but I'm just reconditioning. So the, the thing is, you have to you have to set your ego aside. So if you can only do if you can only squeeze out three to four, do the three to four, do five five sets of those, and then uh, move on to the next thing. And then the, the following week, try to squeeze out, or yeah, the following back day, I'll try to squeeze out some more. Uh, but the whole thing is more ego, the bruised ego, and you just have to you know try it and. Uh, Keep keep it moving. Machismo in you. Yeah, and then I got to stop <clears> lifting too because I I blow up. I I put on body mass so fast, so I, I have to do less and do more. You know, pull ups, push ups, resistance training, mm. stuff like that. Because uh, the weights, I mean, I'm not, I don't really need to do anything. I don't need to put on you know muscle. fifty yeah fifteen pounds of muscle for any reason. 
you know, be like a big no neck <laughs> running around looking like Barney Rubble. <laughs> yeah, so it's oh, uh, it makes you feel good, you know. About yeah, I mean, getting in there and doing it. I've been running also, so I started. Uh, How's that on uh, your knees? It's fine, you know. The, the, it's just more conditioning. A lot of it's just more conditioning those little muscles. Mm. So they're quick runs, maybe a mile, you know. I'll do a sprint or something like that, and then hopefully I'll be able to run a couple couple few miles, um, you know, a week and see where it, see, see, see what happens. Uh, but the cardio is good. You know, do the elliptical, you know. You know. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> you look like a little train. Yeah, that's what I feel like. That's why I stopped. I was like, let me start running again. See, so, yeah, but I get so bored on the on the 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 uh, treadmill because you're just stationary. I don't get how people stay on that for <clears throat> that's twenty. Thing. Or like if I minutes. were to work out, I'd rather it be like walking out and like going on a hike or you know going swimming, being outside, playing tennis, you know, than like on a treadmill. Yeah, I might I might try. Doing some road work outside and see what that see where that takes me. I don't know. We'll see. But you just have to keep moving because if not, you get that. You know, you, you so it goes right to my face. I I, had, <laughs> I just <laughs> I had a peanut butter. I couldn't help myself the other night. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Actually, I had a peanut peanut butter and preserves uh, sandwich kind of the other preserve? day. Strawberry preserves. Ooh. Yeah. Marmalade. I like the strawberry and I like the peach. I know you like peach. Yeah, peach preserves. <laughs> raspberry is my favorite. Yeah. Raspberry is good. Yeah, raspberry, raspberry is good. But uh, peanut butter and I had it on some Texas toast. <laughs> What's Texas toast as opposed to it's what? Like, it's like a thicker. Yeah, it's a thicker cut of bread. I, I tried it to experiment White to see bread? what it was like. White, yes. Mm. <laughs> so funny. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's nothing like that. So but that then, went straight to your face? Yeah. Yeah, anytime I eat something, it goes right to my cheeks. Right to my cheeks. My head gets big like a big old pumpkin. And then uh, uh, maybe my obliques, the sides and stuff. You know, I get a little little bit of belly there, but nothing nothing over the top. Nothing over you're the top. Hard on, you're very hard on yourself. Yeah, well, I should be. Mm, not really. I look at pictures of myself, and I'm like, damn, I need to get back to that shape. So we'll see what happens. Just don't push yourself too, too hard. Mm-mm. That's why I skipped today. I was listening to my body. Listen to your body. That's, That's what they true. say. Even for the, what you consume and stuff. I'm <clears> going <throat> to make fish tonight. I feel like some what, fish. What kind of fish? I don't know. Anika's going to pick something up from the H-Mart. Something uh, white. Yeah, flounder or catfish or... Chilean sea bass. No. No. Did you see that volcano? Yeah. In Chile? Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. Yeah. It's crazy how powerful the earth is. We're fucked. You feel real tiny. <laughs> yeah. Calbuco, right? I don't remember what it's called. Volcano Calbuco in southern Chile erupted for the first time in more than four decades on Wednesday. Yeah. Sending a th- what is that? It's beautiful. Oh though. my god! It looks like it looks like. Good. Look how pretty that looks, though. You know? that, no, that's that's. Uh, that, that, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I want to stay far away from that. That's a pretty. I don't want to be around. That's like it's still fascinating. It is, especially today's time because we capture all that in HD. Look at the lightning. Yeah, that that's awesome. insane. Yeah, I've, I've looked at some of the videos online. Calbuco, yep. Huh? 
I looked at some of the videos online, and it's insane. It's night fell. 4,000 people moved out of the area. Evacuation yeah. of a 20 kilometers radius. Hell wow. yeah, man. You better run. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. I'm looking at some of the pictures. I'm sure you guys have seen this, but yeah, you, uh, that's... That's impressive. That just goes to show you how small we are. Yep. Like no it, power. <laughs> Any power or money you have in that situation does not matter. Some of the pictures are amazing. You got to post them so that people know what you're talking about. I haven't done the posting of the yeah, pictures in a long time. That's right. It became a little bit overwhelming. And I I just didn't think it was it, it was a critical critical part of the show. Okay. For those of you guys listening, uh, the uh, when, when I did the podcast, when I started the podcast, probably the first 50-plus episodes, I would post uh, highlights from the show. Picturely, though. And they would, picture. Yeah, it was, it was more of a, a, you know, a collage of pictures. So any subject that we touched upon, I would find uh, pictures. But it would take up a lot of my time because yeah. I would search for the high-resolution images. Of course. Yeah, I wouldn't settle for just like <laughs> – you know, like this, I, I could see myself looking for all the HD images of this, so I could show you guys. But it, it just it started taking up a lot of my time, so I stopped. The perfection. I mean, I could, there. you know, get back into it, but at some point. But right now, I just I don't. I it's guess just people time. Can just Google it too. Yeah, time management. I mean, it's just you know, I'm not telling them anything. This isn't breaking news. The American Riddle podcast is not is not breaking <laughs> news. Where people here. get their their news from? Yeah, no, I don't think anyone <laughs> in their right mind does, unless it's about you know Kid Fresh or <laughs> you know what I mean, DefCon Three or something related to my upbringing. That might be breaking news, so they can tease me later. But well. no, I don't think the. I think it, yeah, I, I I just had to lighten my workload when it comes to the podcast. And speaking of the podcast, mm. uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh, I did the podcast. Um, I posted. This will be the second one this week. Oh yeah, yeah. We did did one with uh, Red, you know, from South Carolina. Okay. Uh, yesterday, Red, his nickname, Mark Anthony, aka Red, <laughs> aka Techum. The the what do you call himself? The Techum means the evil Kool Aid Man or something, something like that. Yeah, that would. <laughs> That was his nickname. There's a lot of nicknames in the hood. You know what I mean? That, yeah. I was that, waiting for the AKAs when you were just starting. There's a lot of AKAs. <laughs> yeah. There's always an AKA. I don't think it exists in any other, you know, group. I don't know. <laughs> more so than, you know, in the African-American community. Because when you run out of AKAs, then we go, always go to, oh, that's my cousin. <laughs> that's family. He fam. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's my brother. That's my sister. That's yeah. my cousin. What? Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. That's also just an African thing. Everyone's your brother, my friend, my cousin, mm-hmm. my aunt. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Well, that's because anyone else can raise help raise your family. Like you know, if it's like, they are like family in mm. some places. We were talking about that. I think last time it doesn't really exist here as much. Some cultures, but. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to start to try and uh, you know start implementing some of the things I've been talking about on the podcast, the different games and stuff like that. But oh, it's just yeah. it's just trying to find the time. I mean, with the drive. I mean, just getting 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 set up today. You know, hour and a half in traffic driving. You know, by the time I even get to wherever I'm going every day, I'm exhausted. 
you know, let alone by the time I circle back around and get home at night and I'm exhausted, you know, your creative juices, I have a small window to think of stuff, a very small window. So that's, that's one of the challenges of uh, doing this show, but you know, it'll, it'll get there. You know, you'll find the right balance eventually. You know, it's not like I got sponsors on my back and I need to get listeners and da 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 da. Yeah, but I am. I'm. I'm, I'm truly humble. Funny you put pressure. It's you're putting pressure on yourself because yeah. you want it to be a better product, but not like it's good that you're not feeling this. No boss man. No. You know what I mean. <laughs> so no. If like I you if have I, to, if I have to skip one, and usually if I've skipped one, is because I just have been so beaten up and just so tired and worn out that I just you know didn't have it in me or something but yeah, it's pretty consistent deadlines you don't have deadlines set for you you know yeah yeah it's it's funny you brought that up because uh, i've been asked twice uh on two different occasions going door to door selling wine and uh two people have asked asked me the same question like what does malcolm want to do because mm-hmm. you know they follow me on twitter or social media facebook instagram and all this stuff and a lot of people who i work with and people that know me, you know, they, they, they get it. They know what I'm passionate about. Not to say I'm not passionate about wine itself, but uh, I think they know my frustrations within the wine business in a whole and some of the the, the, uh, the people that I've worked with over the years. Mm. And it's frustrating when you don't have control, you know what I mean? When you don't have uh, 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 the ability to uh, implement your own uh, – style or your own uh policy yeah so it gets frustrating uh and there's only so much so many so much i can do uh, you know with when speaking of the wine business uh, so much i can do uh, as far as controlling how things uh, are delivered or how it's uh, uh handled uh, when after i'm done with it after i'm done representing after i'm done selling it you know what i mean it's kind of out of my hand so i gotta hope for the best so they see my frustration. So I was asked, you know, it was a direct question and I couldn't answer it. It's a, I was just going to say, it is a very difficult question <clears> to <throat> answer, actually. Like if you're, you know, if you're looking to, you know, change jobs or whatever and you want to go in something that you're passionate about or whatever, it's like, what do you really want to do? If you could do anything, what would you want to do? And it's just, it's, it's tough. You know, because you feel, I feel like nowadays people change their jobs so much more and you feel like you're capable of doing so much. And I've like me, I've done different things in so many different like fields, you know, so it's hard to be like, what do you want? It's I know that I can can do a lot, but to specifically say like what it is that I would want is difficult to narrow no, down. Well, I can answer it. <clears throat> I, I, I can answer it. But for me to explain to the person in the amount of time that we have together right then and right there, I don't have that time to spend with you, man. But I, I do appreciate someone being concerned and asking and even being interested. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, again, this goes back to the podcast. When I find out, like my friend Amanda listened to the podcast and sent me all these text messages. When I find out someone listens to it or says something about the show, I'm always surprised. And, you know, I'm humbled and I'm happy at the same time. And, it you know, it, it's it's motivating. Uh, but the uh, same thing applies to – same thing applies to if someone stops me on the streets that I, I'm – you know, that I work with and they ask a question. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taken back because sometimes I forget that people do care and they are concerned 
and they 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 do want you to succeed. Yeah, you know, no, whichever direction you go to. I mean, I'm sure there's people listening right now that they're at a job or they're at a crossroads in their life. They may be in a relationship. They may be, you know, at some in some position where they're questioning things, and it's easier to stay than make a move. You know what I mean? So when I was asked that, and I told them, I was like, look, I. I really don't have a lot of time to go into <laughs> all of this with you. I was, I was like, yeah. I, I'd like to. I was like, you know, it turns out, you know, when you're going door to door selling wine, it really isn't here. Try this. Go to the next. Go to the next. Go to the next. And you're out. I mean, I can do it like that. I've done it like that. I try to do it like that. So I'm in and out. And so I can, you know, meet all my deadlines. But uh, it turned out that I had a, you know, I had, I had a few m- minutes to spare, so I did get into it with him, and I said, "Look, you know, <clears throat> I was like the, uh, you know, it's a complex question that you ask, and uh, you know, he, this this person he's he's known me for years. It's Jason who owns Parallel Wine Wine mm-hmm. Bar, yeah. and uh, great guy. You know, I've known him for some. I remember when he first got into the wine business." And uh, I knew him when he wasn't married. Now he has three three children. <laughs> He's got his business. Just renewed his uh, his lease uh, in okay. Ashburn. Yeah, and but you know I've watched him grow over the years, and he's really matured. Great guy, man. Really a good guy. Great family man, and also a good friend. But uh, great for the community out there as well. But when you know when he asked me that, you know I, I just you know out of out of respect, out of love for him. You know, I told him, I said, you know, of course I'd rather be, you know, making movies, writing, podcasting, doing something, creating something. Uh, my first answer to him was, you know, I, I would like to, and he wasn't buying it for some reason. My first answer was, you know, I'd like to get the distributor going, and and which is true also. But my first answer was, you know, doing the distribution of wine and... uh and 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 having more uh, more control over the stuff that I bring in that I choose for the portfolio, and also focusing on the customer service side. You know what I mean? The customer service side of uh, of the business, mm-hmm. because you know there, there are a lot of people that start distribution companies that just don't know the client. You know what I mean? They think they're wine just because they have a <laughs> Chef de Neuf de Pop or they have something from uh, Bordeaux that it's going to be, you know, oh, yeah, that's not, that's the end not all be all. But yeah, it, it, it's not. You know what I mean? Know your customer. Know what mm-hmm. their customer's like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Know how to service the customer. Know how to deliver. Make good, you know, in what you're, in what you're promoting and bringing in. A lot of people don't understand that. But and so I went into that with him and, and he was like, you know, and after I started talking about it, and he goes, so that's what you, you want to. You want to be a distributor? And it was a question mark at the end because I think he was going somewhere else. He may, I may be reading into it, but, and that's when I started talking about, you know, it's like, of course I'd rather, you know, be creating something on an artistic level. Of course I would. But what brings me, I'm, I'm so far in the red right now. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, if there's anything, such thing as past the red, I'm, I'm so in over my head right now. I don't even know which way is up. Well, yeah, I do. I, you know, I'm so far on the bottom. There's only up uh, at some point, but uh, I have to do what brings in some capital, and any capital that I have, it just goes away. So, wine is kind of that point 
that I have to, you know, I, I, I feel like I do it well. And this is exactly what I told him. I do it well. You know, I, 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 I do it more for the people than the wine itself. Yeah. And I've always said that. Uh, but again, I told him, I said, you know, yeah, of course I'd rather be doing this. And that's why when I do have time, when I have an hour and a half or a two hour window, I will podcast, you know. Yep. If I have a moment, I'll post something on Instagram or Twitter or something. But it's just a, it's, it's, just, it's such a, me knowing myself, if that makes sense. I, I know that the, the 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 time that I have in the wine business and the time that I have creating, in, the, in this case, a podcast, it's not even scratching the surface of what I know I could do, you know. Uh, it's just I've got so much on my on my plate and so much weight on my shoulders. It's almost suffocating. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I can't. I can't even say that. I can't say I don't know. I do know. You know, I do know. I know what I have to do. I just have to keep doing what I'm doing. Hopefully, uh, you know, things will work out. I don't know. I keep saying I don't know, but. It's hard. It's hard to to know what's going to happen. You're taking steps. You're busy. You're you're doing what you have to do to. You're still at least getting a creative outlet, you know. But you're trying to. I don't even know half the shit I say on this show. Like I'll actually get reminded from friends of mine, <laughs> or or just you know coworkers or people that listen will, might send me something, and I do appreciate that. Sometimes I forget. I mean, all I do is is go in and post it. I, you know, it's just as simple as that. There's no magic. There's nothing. Yeah, there's no. There's some magic. Mm, I'll just make this shit up. <laughs> I wish I had time to, to, to you know, outline and, and draw up a draft and plan stuff, but I don't. At least you're keeping up with it. You Consistency. Know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's challenging. Uh, but yeah, to get back on that subject of what what do you want to do? What does anyone want to do? Does anyone really get to do what they want to do, or do they do what they have to do so they can do a little bit of something that they want to do? It depends when the they can. On the, maybe it doesn't always depend on the person only. It's also the circumstance, and there's a lot of factors, you know. So. Yeah, moving forward though, I just don't want to. I don't want to deceive myself. I don't want to lie to myself. I've done that for a lot of years and been in a lot of positions, been in a lot of jobs where I have done that. And before you know, it, you blink your eye, you, you look up and you blink your eye, and you know, two years have gone by, five years have gone by. And I even said that when I was talking to Jason. I was like, I was like, yeah, if I start a distributor, it, that's a that's going to be a five year commitment leading into ten years and probably in uh, game. I mean, if I go work for a distributor, another distributor right now, it's going to be a year of farming out that territory. Unless someone gives you a, a, a <clears throat> fabulous territory that's already farmed out and all those customers. Yeah, but why autom- would they give that up? <laughs> a, the, and all those customers automatically bond to you. You know what I mean? And all the, 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 the planets and stars line up. And uh, all you have to do is go by. Every week to get those orders. It takes time to get to that yeah, point. Yeah, you have to farm land out. That's yeah. the reality of sales. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, you know, in any, way, any way you look at it, it's a commitment. And I said that to myself. I think if you could probably go back into these archives, 
probably. Yeah, because we were at the Vienna Vintner doing this podcast, and I and I bitched enough about the wine business to say <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, I knew. I just said, you know what? I'm going to stop. Well, I'm not going to stop bitching, but as far as bitching and not doing anything, I'll bitch and you know keep making moves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep connecting dots, and I think that's the key thing to keep striving because eventually it's going to it'll work out. Just like with the podcast. I mean, the podcast. I'm more comfortable now. Being on the mic than I was, let's say episode one through, you know, I don't know, one oh six. But each episode, I get a little bit more comfortable with things, you know. Yeah, I haven't really complained about setting up and stuff. No, you did yeah, it really quickly today. Uh, so, you so it were... gets, it, yeah, it gets a little, little bit better. I mean, I know there's still a lot of stuff. There's a lot of buttons here. Uh, <laughs> Yes, that I can improve on. But for right now, doesn't use. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But for right now, getting the information to you guys, whatever information that is, you know what I mean. It's getting out there. Yeah, I can turn it around. You know, I can turn a podcast around same day. I can. Yeah, I can finish one in two hours and post it within that hour. So there you go. Yeah, I can. I can do that. Remember how Uh, long it took you before? But the key key thing, yeah, the key thing is being (laughs) being comfortable, and 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 that that was one of my goals. You know, when I started this was being able to get comfortable hearing myself because at some point I'm going to make a, a, a documentary and release it and I will probably narrate it myself. And if I'm not comfortable on the mic, if mm. I'm not comfortable uh, speaking, then uh, there's going to be some trouble. Then you got to hire someone and, you know, it's never, well, it never works You can do it out. yourself. Uh, yeah. You, you want to do good. You want to do stuff in-house. You know, when you, you when you start creating stuff. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. So and you can much easier now than you used to. So hell yeah! I don't know. I said that a lot. That might be the name of this podcast. I don't know. I've said that a hundred times. Yeah. The uh, overall though, it's just being consistent. Whatever you're doing, because it's like I said, right now, I guarantee you, if someone's listening, they're thinking the same thing. They're sitting at a desk or they're sitting behind a register or they're in customer service, or, you know what I mean, they're working sales, they're in their car, you know, they're living someplace they don't want to, and they're, they're thinking about doing something. But you, at some point, you got to make make a move and do a couple things, you know. Put it in motion. And, you know, I do. I You know, like going to the gym. I mean I, I mean, I made goals this year, certain things I wanted to work on, and I'm working on them. I want them to come faster, but... And I get frustrated. I get frustrated, uh, I think, this past weekend with my son. I didn't spend too much time with him. He was there. He's, you know, he was running around with his cousins and stuff. But unfortunately, I kind of isolated myself from everyone. And there's people over and, you know, it was my brothers. And sometimes I come out. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. I got to work on that. My brother does that, too. I, I got to work on it. It's not that I'm antisocial. I guess I am, but I don't mean – I'm just so uncomfortable with myself that I don't want to really put it on anyone else. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me to explain that. It's just like when I did with Jason. I, I almost shut him down. and was like, you know, instead of – Making an effort to explain yourself. That's right. And actually connecting with the human being that's <clears throat> right in front of you yeah. where I almost pushed it off. And then I took the time to, to talk for a few minutes uh, longer and stayed – and it felt good. And I need to do more of that because sometimes I, I'll be over, you know, 
with my brother or someone and, and my mother, my mom, she likes, she likes, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm over there, she'll have, uh, you know, her sisters and my, my, uh, uh, cousins over aunts and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not there because I mean, a lot, a lot of times you have to understand <laughs> I am coming from two hours or three hours or maybe four to five hours of driving all day. Right. And then by the time I get to where I'm going, or if I, let's say if I like coming here, it's, uh, I don't want to do anything else. You know, I just want to, I want to sit down for a minute. And even when I sit, I've got to be checking emails and, 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 and what would I do uh Saturday, uh, checking emails and, uh, building a newsletter, you know, yeah, cause I send that, I send that, off. yeah, I send that weekly newsletter out to the clients about wines, uh, for Monday, you know, I like, I, I start working on it on Saturday so I can figure out pricing so I can see if I have what inventory is, you know, and all that's electronic, you know, electronic. It's not like I can go in or I have w- access to a warehouse and I can see it. So it, t- it consumes so much of my time. I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but at some point I do, I have to, I have to take time to connect. Cause I feel bad. Like my, my son, my, thank God for my brother, man. Craig, he, uh, he's a hell of a uncle. Like he takes the boys out and he takes them swimming and, you know, I'm going to talk to Craig and be like, look, you know, just extend the invite. Even if I say no, try to get me to come. You know what I mean? Because I don't have any, you know, I have no, no connection or no mem- memory of us doing something together like that. I just haven't made time for it. It's important too. Yeah. Yeah. And I could take. I mean, you're I lucky take, you don't have to fucking fly across the Atlantic to do that with your family. I could take two hours and go swimming. Yeah, instead of two days. You know, you have to think of it. Like yeah, that well, I don't think of that, but I mean, it, I, I recognize it. Yeah. I, I do recognize it. What was that noise? That's you gurgling. Was that a gurgle? I thought it was like a motorcycle. <laughs> it was an inner gurgle. When I drank, drank the water. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Huh? People are going to rewind now and be like, wait, did, there was a gurgle? <laughs> I'm scared now. You guys hear that? The mics pick up everything. Another thing that I, I want to do is, and I'm doing it this podcast too. What? I slowed the pace down a little bit. You did? Yeah. I'm I glad because last down. time I was overwhelmed. Well, the past few have been like that. And that's because, and I think, I I think that, yes, I think the listeners and everyone uh, and participants should know that, yes, a lot of times I am rushed and what's happening behind the scenes, you guys. Or in the uh, back of your mind while this is going on. Yes. I, when I say I look up and I see a bat signal or the witching hour, or I just looked at the clock, I mean, I'm literally on a clock all day and have to be somewhere at another job. Uh, uh, at a specific time to battle traffic to, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's exhausting. And I'm not the only one going through this, you know, like I said, there are people listening to the show right now that are probably going through it too. You know, there's no, you know, we do work really hard in America. It's no, uh, it's definitely a working country. This isn't a new story. It's just, uh, you know, some certain things I want to try to do to slow down, this show sometimes where it can be more not of a just conversation. the show your life in general it's good to kind of well that's not going to happen <laughs> okay 
Yeah. All right, baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> I can deal with the we'll podcast. Start with it, podcast. Yeah, I can do an hour and a half and slow it down a little bit where I'm not talking a mile a minute. <laughs> you know, trying to fit everything in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, of course, at, at some point in life, I would love you know to live in an area or to be in an area where I don't have to drive. You know, seventy-five minutes one place. You know, and, and to and from. On top of working, trying to juggle multiple, you know, jobs that you know don't pay. It ain't easy. Ah, um, but yes, that's what's up, people. So you guys got a glimpse. Sorry to bum you out. No, sorry nice. to bum you out. But I, you know, I think you guys deserve an an explanation of what's been going on, uh, and you know, sometimes why I might skip a podcast or, uh, you know, if. I don't know if they sound rushed because I've, I've received good feedback. But even if you have, you know, critical feedback, I, I take that as well. I won't, uh, you know, I won't throw a punch or anything like that. <laughs> you think people are scared of you punching them? No, I don't know what they are. <laughs> you can be intimidating. But yeah. I don't think it's because they're I don't know afraid what, that you're going to punch uh, them. <laughs> yeah, who knows what goes on in people's minds. Maybe mock them. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of them. I do. Someone came up to me the other day. At work, and he was like patting me on the back and something like that, and I just kind of, I kind of moved my back to my my full back was towards him. I was like, "Don't put your hands on me, <laughs> don't ever touch me again." See, and he did it, and I was like, "Keep your goddamn hands off me!" And he, he didn't know how to react, <laughs> and I just walked away. But I was joking, Sorry, dude. Yeah, I, I was joking. I gave him a wink. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep your filthy hands off me. <laughs> So nice. Mm-hmm. I like keep, I like I like catching people off guard sometimes. Yeah, you like to get a reaction most of the time. Should I say? Mm-hmm. It's one of my my pleasures. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Yeah, people. So deal with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. They don't have much of a choice. What the fuck. I've been rambling on for about forty nine minutes about that shit. Let's move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's that thing I was telling you about. So one of the things that I've been looking at online and. I would like to spend more time researching so I can tell you about things that I find, cool things that I find. But this one is the Iris Eye Scanner. So, oh. so what what they're doing now is if you, if you guys now you guys know what's going on as far as technology, right? Yeah, it's evolving. Of course, always. right? It's getting cool, right? Well, right? Yeah, you got watches, mm-hmm. TVs. Mm-hmm. Smart TVs. Mm-hmm. It's a smart TV. Yeah. I don't know if I want a smart TV. I think I was. Well, I tried to get a smart TV. Yeah, you that fumbled. Didn't, that didn't work out so. She well. didn't listen to me, people. I told her where to go to get the TV. <laughs> I told. I even spelled it out for Miriam Ty. She doesn't listen. She, what does she do? And it, this is a woman. Okay. Hey. This is watch. Watch it. Oh, okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. This. I got advice from many men. Yes. Okay. This is the people in my life. When I tell them to do something, they have to text. Any other people instead of listening to my word and be like, "Look, I've already, I've gone down this road. This is where you, this is where you don't want to buy something. This is where I do. What does Mariam Tazi do? <laughs> I got a really good deal. She goes to Walmart to get a, a, a flat. It was like the day after. TV. What is it? Black Friday. So it's like the cyber. And I told her not to do that. <laughs> I was like, don't. I was like, but I, I, I was on a specific budget. That's fine. If you don't and, want my, and what happened? Tell us. Tell the audience what happened. So 
I had my brother pick it up from the Walmart across the street from his job, yeah. and he picked it up and dropped it off here, so we got it in my house. We mm-hmm. had it all set up and ready to go. Took it out of the box. Took it out of the box. Set it up. Set Both it up. Both of you. Yeah. Two people. Mm-hmm. College degrees. Yes. Right? Both mm-hmm. of you. Educated. How many languages yeah. do you guys speak? Many. Combined. <laughs> Indulge me, please. I don't want to talk you about guys, this. You guys speak like you see, mocking, mocking, okay. intimidation. <laughs> intimidating. You're laughing. Yeah. And so, so I thought there was still like an extra film because I saw some like bubbling on the spider screen. Webs. And I was like, no, it was, looked like more bubbling. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just like an extra film in front. No, no film. And you guys both looked at it. Uh huh. So long I, did we you guys inspected it, it. And then I'm like, let's try to turn this thing on. Yeah. And it was completely shattered. Yeah. Yep. And you guys set it up. Uh huh. Right, plugged it in. Yeah. Yeah, everything hooked up. Yep. It's on there on the the. And the it stand. looked too small. Yeah, and I told you. <laughs> one of the first things I told you. Yeah, you know how hard right? it is to estimate like how a TV is going to look you in a spot. You don't even have to estimate. You get. You, <laughs> I'm telling you, I am telling you. Am I going crazy here, people? <laughs> I told the woman. I can't and, just. And now just, she's got a Sanyo. I can't just be that. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I don't even know. It's a JVC. Yeah, <laughs> the JVC, you know, tube TV television. She still has the JVC tube. Tel- the it thing still weighs. Works. The thing, and you guys had to lift that, didn't you? Yeah, we did. And both of you guys just are just moved it down. Both of you yeah. guys weigh what? Like maybe a hundred. Waiting for you to pounds. actually bring it out, but that didn't happen. So. It wasn't yeah. necessary. Put it right back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to say I told you so. And I didn't You've even, said it multiple times. No, no. Actually, I, I pulled back. I didn't even. I, res, I, I showed restraint. I was just like. <laughs> That's I didn't restraint. Even, I didn't even bring it up until now. That's like, you know. First thing. Told you. You know, man. Told you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, I said, get, so, the, get the fifty-five inch, fifty-five. I was like, you can even go sixty inch. She comes in with a forty-six, forty-eight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah really? You getting a monitor? I was in a. I, I mean, had a budget. Okay. Regardless, I had one picked out. <laughs> I had I was like, this is the one for you. Trust me on this. Mm. But that's why you know sometimes you got to uh, you got to be able to take advice. Why were we talking about my TV? I don't know. You were, I think we're, we were. Well, we were talking about technology. And, oh, and your your smart um, TV. Your bout with technology and how it <laughs> turned out didn't turn out too well. No. Yeah. Mm. And Walmart just isn't really the place to be. You know, I might go in there and get underwear and socks. You know, I got, I got a, belt. a vacuum from there. That's I got a new, for shit. A new black belt. Oh yeah. Dickies. You lost the other one. I can't. Beats the hell out of me. Ugh. Are you all right there? I had to burp. Have some more. The uh, yeah, I did. I, I didn't get a new belt. So Dickies. you got a belt from Walmart? Dickies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do I have to say that shit? <laughs> oh my God, you guys are witnessing it here, right? <laughs> I'm not going nuts. How many times do I got to say Dickies? This isn't a belt uh, that I'm going to wear, like you know, to the ball. It's just a belt to hold up the my ball. Yeah, you know, to the ball, you know. <laughs> what ball are you gonna go to? I don't know. Shit, I'm not gonna wear it with my tux. A gala. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. What the dance hell? The, uh, what are you gonna dance? The huh? ball. Did you do the? Uh... <laughs> the waltz. Yeah, that's what it's called. I couldn't think of it. 
Did you do the, what's the other one? Dun 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 dun. The tango. Dun, 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 dun. Like dun 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 dun. <laughs> you know, like in True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what Was I mean? Him and, him and Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say someone else's name. I'm going to say Jamie Lee Fox. And I was like, who the oh. fuck's that? Hmm. Thinking about, uh, I don't know what I was thinking about. <laughs> that, What's the guy's name? Is Fox? that Jamie Fox's Jamie Fox. Name? That's is it was, Lee? No, oh. it's not. But somehow <laughs> I, I merged him. It's podcast-itis. I haven't talked okay. about podcast-itis in a while, but it does exist. Mm. Yeah. the uh, You might have to do that. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, I like that. I always wanted to do that. I would fuck that up too. I already Soft know I feet. Would. Not so much the feet. Doing that in Adidas. I don't know if I could. You know, that's a lot of closeness and leg. You know, when they they put the leg up and they drag it, and you're like, and then I got a tux yeah. on. I get a boner. Just boner. <laughs> that's your issue with dancing. I know. Yeah, getting hard ons. Yeah, if they're in a pretty dress, you know, <sighs> I would lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Done. But anyway, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about the iris eye scanner. Oh yeah. Holy mackerel. So now phones you can do your fingerprint, you can do all this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Which I think they're probably, you know, cataloging us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have this. Here, let me uh let me play this clip. You've seen eye scanners in movies like Charlie's Angels. But even in real life, in order for eye scanners to work, they have to get up close and personal. New technology is beginning to mimic another movie, Minority Report, Tom Cruise. where long-range devices are able to scan entire crowds from a distance, which has critics worried. Every person's iris, that colored circle around the pupil of the eye, is different. That's why police have started using them to build ID databases, like the FBI has done with fingerprints. Carnegie Mellon University's College of Engineering is testing a new system that it says can accurately read each iris's unique signature from as far away as 12 meters. Professor Mario Savides says it could offer a safer way to ID dangerous criminals during police stops. That's our long-range iris system at the back, and what it's doing is, as I'm looking at the mirror right now, it's actually finding my face, detecting my eyes, extracting features, crazy. and then matching them, running through the database to come up with the identity of, of who I am. It, it can really save the officer's life by making sure that you know he's far away and safe. The American Civil Liberties Union fears police may use long-range iris scanners to track people in large public crowds. They say using scanners in that way might violate privacy rights. You think so? Mm. I mean, think about that. It, you couldn't see this, but it's on CNN. So if you if you okay. look up, uh, just go to CNN.com and look up the iris scanner. Okay. It'll come up with the video. But, I mean, you don't need to see much. But the guy was sitting in his car, and the scanner was behind him, right, in the car or whatever, or mm-hmm. outside. And it, it was catching his eye on the mirror. So imagine that. Imagine, but, but let's say imagine if you're a, uh, a uh, you know, like – uh, ex-con or something like that like you you paid your dues your debt to society and you've moved on but let that that cop scans you and then freaks out and then makes a move let's say if you've gone through and you've 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 uh atoned for your sins 
right? You're you're a member of society and, and you're doing well. It's not going to be able to scan that. It's just going to scan whatever's done in the past. Well, so that's the, the thing. There's got to be like a date associated. It's kind of like so, when you do fingerprints, it's kind of like they'll see if there's any outstanding warrants. So or- the past is really isn't, isn't going to be the past. It's going to be based on uh, whatever information that comes up and then they're going to make a move based on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to treat you a certain way because of that. And who do. knows what information that they're plugging in. You know what I mean? So once you do that first scan and you're in the system, they could put notes like it, like the doctor. You know what I mean? The doctor takes notes all the time. You know, when their episode, I think it was on Seinfeld. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? That she she like, couldn't get her file back. No, she time. wanted a file. What the fuck are you writing? You know what I mean? Going in different doctors, she's difficult. So. I wonder what my doctor writes. Probably bad jokes. <laughs> I was... I was <laughs> I always have bad jokes for uh, the uh, yeah, but imagine that. And when they talk about privacy, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast with the uh, Brit uh, Brit McH- uh, McHenry uh, videotape that's uh, gone viral. You know, you and I talked about it, right? What's that? No, the videotape, the news, the news, uh, ESPN news anchor who uh, was yelling at the tow truck company, huh? No, I didn't watch that with you. No, you didn't watch it with me. We talked about it. Did we? Yeah. We talked about it the other day. The uh, uh, she uh, went off right. We, Mark and I we, we were talking about it, and uh, we were saying uh, at least I my my point on is if they film you, they shouldn't have the right to release that to the public, right? Because you didn't sign off on it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's I'm like not when saying you're being filmed during a reality show. They blur your face out if you don't give them. Yeah, the, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. What she did was right, you know what I mean, by her going off on the, uh, you know, on the uh, uh, person at the tow- towing company. But I mean, you know the oh, game. Yeah. You know the game. Like that movie. Yeah, but you know the game. You know what I mean? If you pull up somewhere and you know you're going to the club, and you know you're not supposed to park across the street at the Safeway parking lot or whatever it is when you're going to the club, and, 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 and but you, you do it anyway. About it when they catch you, you, you can't. Yeah, but you do. Yeah, because sometimes people think that if they make a stink, they're going to get away with it. But the bottom line is you're pissed off at yourself, right? Yeah. And I get it. Like, I mean, I've been, have you ever been towed? Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No. You know, (laughs) I've, I've purposely not parked places for fear of being towed. Like, you know what? I'm a walk. Like when you're not sure. I was, I was actually going to see a wine client recently in Arlington, uh, and uh, it's right there off of uh, Wilson. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere to park, especially if you go there around midday. I, I yeah, had a wine tasting six. to do, right? I did a wine tasting to do. So I went, I saw, it said public parking. So I drove in there, right? I drove in and uh, it said public parking, right? But I, I didn't realize because I was pressed for time and I was looking for street parking, couldn't find it. And it was getting closer and closer to the one o'clock start time. Mm-hmm. So it was like one forty-five. So I was like, all right. One o'clock start time at one forty-five. Uh, it was twelve forty-five. Oh, and uh, so you parked there. Yeah, it said public parking. So I went. I parked. I'm, right, I'm good. It's going to take me a few minutes to walk. You know, mm-hmm. set up, do all this stuff. So I'm all right. Parked, oh. and as I started walking out, I looked at public parking, and it said, you know, banking hours. Oh. And I, I got confused. I was like, well, is this public parking, or is it public parking for, for the bank banking customers? So I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. So you moved your car? I moved it. <laughs> Very, and I, I did luck up and found a, a place to park on the street, but uh, I had to drive around and, and I found something. But I, I just couldn't take the chance because mm. you know it's going to be two fifty three hundred. You know what I mean? 
chances are maybe something wouldn't happen. But it, had it got towed, I can't be mad. I'm mad at myself. So when you go to pay the person, I mean, I, yeah, you never saw the video, huh? I think I remember talking about it. But I don't see. think I saw it. I played a little bit on the last podcast, guys. So uh, just um, indulge me for a second. I'll play it again. From Miriam, so she can hear what. Uh, so Britt McHenry is a ESPN reporter, right? She's you know the typical ESPN reporter. You know she's got the long legs, blonde, blue eyes. You know that she she did a lot of work here in the DC area, okay. and was on a local station, I think Channel Seven, and uh, and got you know bumped up, and she took the ESPN gig, and uh, you know she's I wouldn't say she's like. You know, nationally known. Uh, I just know her because she was local, and uh, a couple of my friends are in in news, so that's how I knew of her. Uh, but uh, uh, she really made an ass of herself on this video because she she took it all out on the poor um, specialist, customer service specialist that was processing her. It's exactly like yeah, you mentioned <laughs> Wild Tales. Yeah, if if you guys thing. have you guys heard me uh, rave about the movie Wild Tales and uh, Wild Tales. Goes in uh, has six is, is a movie about six different stories hell bent on revenge basically, yeah. and one of the stories uh, within Wild Tales is about a guy who just loses his <laughs> shit because his car gets towed, and it and because his car gets towed, yeah, follows a series of unfortunate events within his life. It was, it was a, a domino effect. Yeah. And he goes ballistic. <laughs> I mean, he 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 loses his job. Sorry, spoiler alert. But he 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 just just goes. Everything goes wrong. I mean, he misses his daughter's birthday party. The mm-hmm. the cake. <laughs> you know what I mean. The friends. The people. His wife's. She's upset. You know. It's just. And, and he, I, some of you have been. I, I, you know, I've been in those situations where you're just late. You just can't. There was traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean. It was hot out. It looked hot. You know what I mean? They were in Argentina. You know what I mean? He had a beard. You know, he had, you know, and you know, and he was just a—he seemed like in another universe, he was a nice guy, right? Yeah, but this just like this just this did took it. him to this. He turned into Hulk. Yeah, basically, he he turned into Hulk. I mean, it's little things like that to just push you over the edge, and before you know it, you're like, "What happened to me?" Yeah. You don't you know, know what I mean? Gonna, how much what you happened can to take me? or how much you so, can't. So the downside of it is today, and this isn't the only case, the downside of it is today is there's social media. And if something goes viral, you're good as fuck. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Like some of the times when I've just lost it, where I haven't been my, you know, my social media has been my mother. Like she, she'll put me in check. Like there's been times when I just got bent out of shape angry at a person or let's say a situation in my life and I would snap and there are certain people in my life where you would you would seek counsel but then they would put you in check like look it hasn't always been the case because I fucked up a lot in my life and I wish I would have had good counsel but there's been certain periods where mom's been like look this is what's gonna happen you're gonna go to jail if you keep acting up like this you know what I mean and it happens you know what I mean it's like before you know it, you'd have made them. You'd have said something or did something that you can't take back. So now, 2015. You know what I mean? There's Twitter. Everything's videotaped. You know what I mean? Everything's on some sort of continuous loop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, this is what, uh, let me pull it up. It's probably going to be a stupid commercial. I'm in the news, sweetheart. That's I will fucking sue this place. Okay, okay that's fine. And I'll play your video, so careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree in sure. I wouldn't work in some other place like this. No. It makes my skin crawling when being here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you out of here quickly. Yep, that's all you care that about, is just taking people's money. Yeah. With no education. Yeah. No skill set. Yeah. No skill set. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why could have a brain and you don't? Looks like that. Maybe if I was missing some teeth, they would hire me, huh? Oh, like yours? But they look so stunning. Because I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, baby girl. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Not good. No. No. Not good. And that's gone viral. And I'm sure, like, me playing it again on a podcast isn't good. I feel bad for both people uh, in question. Like, the, the, the person processing it, I mean, she should not have. The best thing you can do from there is process them and get them the hell out. Or, you know what I mean? I'm uh, just doing my job. <laughs> that or, or bring someone else in to finish it up if um, you can do that. If you can't do that, then uh, uh, keep the shit moving, keep it quiet, and uh, process and get them the hell out. Uh, the fact is, the attendant there did tell her, you know, you're being recorded. And then she fired back all this insults and stuff like that. Uh, but, I mean, she's young and dumb. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and She should know better. And, well, she doesn't because she's bragging that she's on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most, you know, ce- celebrities, real celebrities don't call themselves celebrities. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think. Mm. Uh, you know, the ones that I've known, I don't think they, they look at themselves in a different light. Uh, I mean, they don't look at themselves as... Uh, uh, you know, I'm a celebrity or, or, or they're just people doing their job. You know what I mean? If you, if your ego is already controlling you and you're new to the game talking about, I'm on television, like I'm an actor, but at the same time, I shouldn't even see that. I shouldn't even know that exists unless I know that person that works there and be like, Oh yeah, so-and-so walked in and and he's a dick or she's a, you know, she's, she's, she's a bitch. Then I should know about it and hear that story. But the fact is now, we're flooded with information like this. Yeah, without even wanting to have it. And it's there. And not only that, we automatically... What were your thoughts? I mean, that was going too far. She should have really controlled herself. But the thing is, as a as a celebrity, you know, you have to... Even more so than the regular average Joe, like, you kind of have to be... It killed them with kindness. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. are more in the public eye. Oh, yeah, eye. silence... People, you have to be really polite and nice. Like, I just feel like that's part of the gig. You know? Silence is your best friend in cases like that. Oh, in yeah. most and cases. And keeping your personal life personal. But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it, but if, if you go on Twitter right now and if you just go to Twitter and look in a search uh, menu and just hashtag Brit McHenry, I mean, it's, it's horrible what's going on. And, and that's what I'm talking about. That's the, the, the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> Yeah. Of is she uh, losing her job? Like of what's anything? The... Well, they suspended her for a week. Okay. So they when they they suspended her for a week, right? And uh, it's a uh, 
it's ongoing. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if you get, you know, tens of thousands of people weighing in on this and all of it's negative, the, the television company could be like, you know, this, this might is bad for our reputation. We need to get rid of yeah, it. They could. And that wouldn't be right either. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, I think, you know, the exact opposite. I'd be like, oh, maybe it'll bring in ratings. Maybe more people will watch because she's the most hated, you know, but who knows? It's just, it, I don't think it should be part of, I don't think. This goes back to what I was talking about earlier about the uh, the retina scan. I don't. I, I think that certain things should be private, and everything should not just be out there. Unless you, you know, if you volunteer to have your fingerprint scanned and released to the, uh, you know, the feds or your local police department, and same with your retina, so be it. You know, you're just like being an organ donor or anything like that. You're you're that you're That's signing right. off. Yeah, yeah, you're signing off on that. But I don't think you, I don't think that, you know, just because it's recorded, you know what I mean? It should be released. Yeah, I know. I agree. I definitely value privacy, um, but I'm also starting to not necessarily accept, but just accept the reality that, you know, that doesn't really exist anymore. Strange time. Yeah, and like you've said, like we're allowing our privacy to be oh, little by you know, little, yeah. little by little, we're, we're, we're giving it away. We're, exactly, we're giving away, we're giving away so much freedom. That we're so. we're it's a double edged sword, mm-hmm. many many edges because <laughs> we're in a land, we're in a, a time right now where there's so much freedom going on, but at the same time, we're giving away some of the major ones, and we don't even know it. We're right. just we're just agreeing to it. Yeah, we're not that you know? free. I mean, there's the, yeah, there, 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 I mean, my God, I mean, what was it the other day when I showed you, you can just say, Hey Siri on your phone, if you have an <laughs> iPhone and she, she wakes up, the machine is listening to you. So what does that tell you? Yeah. If that thing can do it, someone else can do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, it goes back to that saying, what is it? If you're, if you're innocent, you have, you know, you have nothing to hide or whatever, but, but I mean, what's innocence? What's. You know, what everything. If someone it almost feels like nothing is innocent anymore, though. If, if someone, if someone, you know, listens to, you have to bur- worry about that, what you're searching. Yeah, if someone like listens that. to something, let's say I say something on a podcast, or I, I, I post something, or I, let's say I, I snap. You know, I mean, I go off and I, I, I just snap one day, and they say, you know, I don't think that person should be working. You know, you're tied to this organization. You know what I mean? And if enough people weigh in on it, you it could sway the vote. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I know. I've yeah, been laid off. It gets it gets <laughs> way the vote. That's all I'm saying, people. Be aware of what's going on. Yeah. You know? That's all. Be aware. Don't give up all your freedom. Mm. That's it. Uh let's see what else. What else I wanted to talk about. I saw this movie. I saw this movie called It Follows. You know this movie? Mm You like scary movies? Yeah. Which one of your favorite scary movies? What movie scared you, should I say? That just frightened the Texas you. Chainsaw Massacre. That, that was pretty disturbing. Yeah, fucked that me one. Up. Which one? Because the, the original one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Excuse. Look at her. She thinks she's. I'm got itching knowledge. my ear. I'm not used to the headphones again. Um, no, I definitely that, that really messed me up. Mm-hmm. I also was, found about I found out about the conditions that they were working in and stuff. That it was like yeah, that grimy. Was tough. So even as like an actor, it was pretty rough. You know. You can tell that it was raw. Was that true? 
It's Wasn't I think it's true? based on a true story. Yeah. And it was like it was gritty, the film. Very. You know what I mean? Even even the one they remade was 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 really disturbing too. I never saw it. You don't really want to. <laughs> it, there's certain things that just fuck your you fuck your day up, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, oh so scary. Yeah. There's certain movies like yeah. that. Well it follows is a uh is a film about uh I think it's about uh, a demon or something that possesses people and when it when it when it touches you it follows you and when it touches you it absorbs your soul I, i'm not sure let me pull it up it, hmm. but Doesn't i just, just take it over it absorbs it so you lose it yeah you're not yourself anymore that's for sure hmm. here it is it follows a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after getting involved in a sexual encounter so the only way you <laughs> <laughs> what? Of course, you check this out. No, I didn't read this. I didn't know anything about it. I just saw Eli. I think who's Eli Roth said it was one of the scariest films oh. he saw. Or he said it was disturbing or something on Twitter. So I was like, if that motherfucker said it was disturbing, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I got to check it out. So um, let's see. Yeah, you guys know Eli Roth, all right? So Eli Roth, he made, uh, you know, he's down with Quentin Tarantino. He made Hostel, Cabin Fever. Um, you know, he's known for, uh, you know, making graphic movies. Okay. Uh, young dude. He was in Inglorious Bastards. You know what I mean? I think he was a bear Jew, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw a tweet, and so if he says it's disturbing, and he's a twisted dude, you know what I mean? Sometimes that's all it takes for me. It's like, oh, this person said it's disturbing. I, I got to go check it out. So I went to, I, I just went to see it. You know, I didn't, uh, again, I don't do any research when it comes to stuff like this, but, you know, just reading this, I didn't even know what to say this. Uh, you know, the only way you can, you can get it, you pick it up by a sexual encounter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You give it. No, no, that's not how you get it. Wait, it says, hold on for a minute. A young woman, <laughs> a young woman is followed by unnatural, unknown supernatural force after getting involved in a sexual encounter. That's what it is. Somehow, if the if if and all the answers are not clear in this movie. <laughs> let me just tell you, people. Okay, I'm not just fumbling over my words just to be fumbling over them. All right, because a lot of stuff. It doesn't make sense in the movie. The movie is directed by a guy named David Robert Mitchell. And what I found out was, uh, at least someone told me this. I didn't really do any research. Uh, I guess he had a dream about this. And this is a reoccurring dream that he has. So he decided to make it into a movie. That's what Stephen King did with his books. Yeah, but uh, this this isn't really de- detailed. It's it's it's. Well, like really more dreamlike, where it's like yeah, it, it mm. is very dreamlike mm. or nightmarish, I should say. It is. It's in some of the stuff. There's no explanation. Like, why is it following, and where does it come from? You don't get any explanation. It's just a goddamn zombie-like person following you around, and once they touch you, they'll suck the life out of you. That's so awful. if you're if you're if it's following you, if you look up, like why is it following me? You don't know, but. You had sex with somebody, and now it's going to follow you. That's the only way you can get it off your back. 
So if it's following you, you know what I mean? You gotta have sex with someone else so that they can get it to Word. follow them. <laughs> Word. So you gotta you gotta go. That's what you gotta do. And and they even said in movies, it was like this one dude was like, It took me a while to have sex with someone. The girls is easy because the girl can just, you know, uh, you know, sleep with it and you can just grab some random dude and be like, you know, we're Oh gonna- yeah, it's just as easy as that. Yeah, it is it's easier for women. Yeah. If you're a dude, you gotta put a little work into the game. <laughs> Shit. Girl, you just put a little rouge on <laughs> A little, you know, a little flower in your hair, a little sundress. You know what I mean? Huh? A little perfume. All right. Pigtails, too. Wrist. <laughs> yeah. Pigtails are nice, too. Done. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can give it to someone else and get the monkey off your back. Hmm. So this thing follows you around. And there's little things in the movie where I, I had no idea what was going on um, because it just didn't make sense. But when someone said it was his dream and that's just how it was in his dream. I guess it kind of made sense. Like there was, there was no real technology in the film. Like all the, all the stuff in the movie box TVs, you know, I was going to say, when is it set? It doesn't say, well, that's just it. It doesn't, you don't know. know. And they filmed it in in Michigan because some of the neighborhoods, I was like, I know these neighborhoods, but finally at the midway to the quarter, the uh, end of the movie, uh, it's Detroit, Eight Mile, and all that stuff. And I was like, I, I know some of these areas and the way the houses were set. But uh, again, I didn't do any research going into it, so it was a surprise. Uh, but yeah, the cars are modern, some of them. Some of them are, are old, like in the 70s. The houses were definitely old. and uh, But they had uh, um, like VCRs, TVs, and then they had cell phones, which was a compact a makeup compact that kept showing up in the movie and it was fucking with me all throughout the movie. I was like, why, why a compact? It's like a little makeup, like a clam, you know, those clam ones. Yeah. I've seen those light pink ones. And it's like, boop. And she kept opening it up and she was scrolling. I was like, well, what year is this that there's that, but yet they got a box TV with antennas on it. I huh. couldn't, couldn't make it make heads or tails, but that was kind of cool about it. Hmm. And, and it never showed or answered anything. What were they wearing? What kind of clothes were they wearing? Just regular clothes. Okay. There was nothing out of the ordinary, you know, it was weird. What was, I think why the critic, the critics adore this movie. Uh, I found it to be a little frustrating, but still somewhat refreshing just for the fact it doesn't reveal everything. Like it doesn't have to show blood and gore. You know what I mean? It's just the overall suspense of it. It doesn't. It doesn't show everything. It doesn't reveal everything. Is it scary? It is. Well, it's. It's. It just. It just keeps. It. It feels like one of those dreams that you've been in, where it just keeps going on and on and on. Uh, is it long? And, uh, it's. I don't know. Hundred minutes. It says right here. Hmm. So. It's a. Uh, if you rent it, rent it. I wouldn't go out and seek it out unless you just want to see something different. Like today, it it's pretty much paint by numbers. You know what I mean? When you see a supernatural thriller, yeah, uh, that's good and bad. I guess it just it's depends what mind. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This one isn't, and but it okay. doesn't really offer any real answers. Uh, uh, you know, that's it's, the frustrating part. It is. It is. Mm. It's just, uh, uh, you know, when I see a movie like this, I, you know, I know I could, it makes me want to do one, but, uh, you know, it's, it kind of shows you where we're at as far as movies right now, where the reveal is everything and the CGI has to be there and a car goes over and blows up into a million pieces or whatever. This is very basic stuff. Yeah. I think that's when it's more scary though, when it's like. 
it's a little scary, a little disturbing, frustrating at the same time. Uh, watch it, you know, if you, if it, if it's, I don't think it's streaming yet. I think it's still in the theaters. Uh, but, uh, you know, you me, saw it at the theater? Yeah. Were there other people that were, were they, did they seem to like it? The crowd? Were there people? Oh, uh, no. Small. You also go super early in the morning. Yeah, I go, yeah. <laughs> I'm in and <laughs> I'm in and Weird out. Weird movie yeah. times. Mm. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's, it's, I think, I think, I think people are so programmed to, uh, to, to, to receiving that reveal and that seat, that amount of graphic mm-hmm. violence these days that when you see something like this, too subdued. Yeah, and it's it's we're it's, desensitized, they don't man. Yeah, we really are, yeah. which is kind of messed up. But this is why I think the critics like this as well because it's it's just something Subtle. on its own. You know what I mean? It's refreshing, something different. One that I liked. Um, one that I liked as a kid growing up. I saw this as a as a kid because again, there was no there were no what was it uh, Pixar movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So my old man took me to see an American Werewolf in London, and that one uh, is. I think you can find that streaming right now. Yeah, that was another one that it was. It was the early ages of uh, uh, you know when they would they would make molds of demons and werewolves and gory stuff where it, before CGI. But one of the things I liked about American Werewolf in London, and if you haven't seen that, if you've been sleeping under a rock, <laughs> uh, American Werewolf in London, nineteen eighty one. It's a comedy horror film about two American college students. Uh, on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will will admit exists. Now this is this is directed and written uh, written by the great John Landis. And uh, if you don't know who he is, you might as well just uh, you know leave Earth. Uh, but Google him and look at his uh, IMDb because it's fantastic. Uh, but American Werewolf in London, I went to see this. Like I was, it, it fucked me up. We went to see. We walked to the movie theater to see this. It was my, uh, me, my mother, my brothers, uh, my old man, my the dad. Whole family, huh? Yeah, we go on family. Fam- it was cool. That's one of the things I remember. We would go on go to the movies as a family, but we would see shit like this. It would fuck us up. You know what I mean? I remember well, you were with your parents. So we it was were, okay. I'm pretty sure we were in uh, <laughs> we were in Mill Valley, and like I said, in Mill Valley it was that one. I'm pretty sure it was Mill Valley. We were. It was a, a, a the one movie house. It was like one or two movie houses, screens. But we walked, and so we lived on the side of this mountain. And so when, nice. after I saw it, you know, we were. I remember walking. It. We were in the dark. I was scared to death. <laughs> Little Malcolm. Scared to death. I mean, it wasn't even cool. But yeah, I mean, my old man introduced me to a lot of horror movies. I saw The Thing with him with Kurt Russell. That's fucked up. But American Werewolf in London. The thing that was cool about that. Yes, you got the gore. All right, you got the blood and gore and violence, but you didn't see a lot of the werewolf. Like if if you Google uh, or go to YouTube and watch any of the behind the scenes of American they American Werewolf in London, they purposely did not uh, show the wolf. You would hear it, right? And they would talk about it, but still sometimes eerie. that buildup is, mm-hmm. it, you know, that's the thing that keeps you in the game, right it's there. True. Um, Let's see. I thought I had something I wanted to show. Do 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 do. Sorry. Sorry. Computer looks really skinny. Does it? The case, yeah. I took the case off. Looks brand new, without the case. It really protects it well. 
Yeah, well, she's talking about I had my uh, MacBook Pro in a um, in a uh, what was it? A hard shell. Case. Hard shell, and I took it off. Now it's all in his in his glorious butt naked. <laughs> Let's see. This is a clip from the movie. We're lost. Oh, mm. shit, David. What is that? I don't know. Come on. Come on, where? Anywhere. I think we should just keep moving. So this is the two college students realizing that they're lost. It's foggy. They're cold. They're wet. And you can see their breath. <laughs> this is key filmmaking. It's moving. That's all you need. It's circling us. Ah, oh, fuck. What's the plan? Plan? Let's just keep walking. That's right, a lovely stroll on the moors. Tra la 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 la. Isn't this fun? See, it's that build up on it. You think it's a dog? Oh, shit, what is it? Yeah, it's a sheepdog or something. Come on, turn slowly, let's walk away. Nice doggy. Good boy. Come on, Jack, walk away. Walking away, yes, here we are, walking away. Can you see anything? No. Sounds far away. Not far enough, come on. Jack, what? Where are we going? I don't know, I'll tell you when we get there. Okay, because... Oh! Oh! You really scared me, you shithead. You couldn't help me up or what? So even in that scene right there, you don't see a lot. I mean, you see you see a headshot of the wolf, but it's more on his friend running away and him hearing all that and still seeing the fog in his breath and he's sweating. And now he comes back to see his friend. And then he's attacked. So when you when you the the beauty of this style of fil- filmmaking is you imagine what's really not there. You yeah, know your what imagination I mean? is way worse. And even you listening to it, you can pick up on what's oh, yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Uh Less is more when it comes to that. And and I, this is why I think this film still, this was done in 1981. This is this still holds up well. I watched this, you know, today on Blu-ray. And, uh, you know, it holds up. And it's it's a great film. Uh, it's, it, it, is a, it is both a comedy and a horror in one. But, uh, it's really hard to do, actually, like well. But very, guy, yeah. very difficult to do. The guy who's in that, Griffin Dune. Griffin Dunn. Dunn. Dune. Yeah. He was on, he is on um, House of Lies. I just realized that. Yeah, I saw. It's a good show, by the way. I haven't seen that. That's on what? Showtime. Your mic isn't, isn't. Showtime. There you go. Sorry, I'm looking at this stuff online. But yeah, he's, he's a fucked up motherfucker on the show. What's the show about? Consultants, consulting. Consulting what? You told me about it before, but what are they? Businesses, just different, different things. Their sales? They're There's, selling something, they're right? Selling, they're selling their consulting skills. So they're yeah, that's gr- the whole thing. You have to watch it to get it. But well, it's like they that's the whole thing. Like they're basically paid to bullshit. It's starring you, it's which McCall's in it too, isn't he? Which Don is, Cheadle. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. And Kristen Sarah Don, Marshall. Sa- 
yeah, she's very, very good in that, by the way. But yeah, she's that's a great show. I downloaded it for my trip. That's pretty cool. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I have good. to watch it. But yeah, Griffin Dunn, he's in uh, in American War in London. It's he Rainmaker. He comes back. He comes back in the film after he is killed by the werewolf, <clears throat> and he comes back as like a haunted being where he uh, he uh, uh, tries to uh, convince his buddy Jack, who is scratched, mm-hmm. he is wounded, but left alive. So he now carries that bloodline, and the only way to sever that werewolf's bloodline is to uh, uh, kill the host. So Jack comes back uh, as as you know, basically a zombie. And that's the comedy of the film because every clip that they share together is, um, is a, uh, 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 kind of, it's just over the top. It's like, all right, the guy is cracking jokes at him, telling him to kill himself and convince him. But every scene that he comes back, any scene that they're in together, he, uh, he's, he's decaying more and more. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this movie lately? Not lately. It's oh been, man. It's been a while, maybe a year or two. Since <laughs> so here's a scene with them. He sees him in the bathroom. You're not real. I don't be a putz, David. Come here. So, so David's tripping. A nurse, huh? Come on. Makes me want to watch it again. <laughs> what are you doing here? I wanted to see you. Hi, David! Put that down. Okay, you've seen me now. Go away. I'm sorry I'm upsetting you, David. But you don't understand what's going on. I understand, all right. You're one of the undead, and I'm a werewolf. Yes, that's right. Get out of here, Jack. Tomorrow night's the full moon. You're going to change. You'll become... I know. I know. A monster. You've got to kill yourself, David. Before it's too late. Yeah, I like that. Are you really dead, Jack? What do you think? I can just keep watching. I think I've lost my mind. I think you're not real. I think you're just another part of a bad dream. You've got to believe me, David. Believe what? That tomorrow night, beneath the full moon, I'll sprout hair and fangs and eat people? People... Bullshit. I I think I've watched this with my son, but I I wonder what... uh, what, what, kids today think of this film you know what i mean i wonder if they think it's like you know more puppets and makeup than it is scary because of cgi what the comparison is you know it would be interesting to ask someone who's fresh who hadn't seen it Mm -hmm. you know because most most of cheesy maybe or just not or too slow not like this is pretty this is pretty well paced there are some like i recently watched uh death wish it's on netflix streaming charles bronson charlie bronson uh, plays. Uh, How many are there? 
There's plenty. I think it would be six of those or something. I know. It just so you kept watched going. the first one? The first one's a classic. But the, the first one is a classic where he introduced uh, a very, very young Jeff Goldblum. Oh. That was his first acting job. He was uh, huh. he was one of the uh, street thugs that uh, broke into his he house. He was a thug, huh? He was a thug that wore a like a Peter Pan hat <laughs> and a vest, I think. He had a weird, weird hat. Um, that it, it did not hat. resemble criminal at all. Was he smart in this? He wasn't. He was. He was. He was rude. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, the Death Wish. It was his first acting job, and he broke into Charlie Bronson's house. They, uh, I think they, they, they terrorized, killed his wife, and I think they raped, uh, raped his daughter. And that uh, that turned uh, Charlie Charles Bronson into a vigilante. That's that right. he went out and just went to the streets like a AK, like a <laughs> a la Bernard Getz of, in New York, and just started capping motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was cl- it's a classic movie, but to watch it now, it's almost a comedy now. Hmm. Like it, it's still hardcore. Like Charlie Bronson is not to be fucked with. You know, what I mean, he puts quarters in in a, in, a, in, a, in 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 a pair of socks. And uses it as a weapon. Yeah. It wouldn't work because if you have suit socks, you know, especially if they're silk or something, <laughs> it'll burst. It might b- break through, right? All your quarters yeah. will go everywhere. <laughs> I don't think so. I think silk is pretty durable. Is it? Yeah, I think so. It's on the internet. Here? Let's try to find the Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I'm connected. Let's see what comes up. Yeah, so let's see. Let's go to videos and see. Yeah, look at this. Come over here. I want to show you this. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum had some weird outfit on that was... uh So right here they're playing street thugs. Oh, he doesn't have the hat on. Yeah, he does. That's him? Yeah. You should keep your headphones on. He's got like some weird hat with... It's like a crown. Look at the guard. You see... Did you see his... That's Charlie Bronson's wife getting groceries. So these guys are just going to follow her home. Big mistake on everyone's part. Yeah. You see that? You see that filmmaking? (laughs) The music? Look at these guys. He's He's got a kerchief on. Yeah. So you get that. Yeah. So these guys are, uh... Yeah, these these guys are, are thugs, and uh, that's the great the great Jeff Goldblum with a weird hat leather jacket combo. He's had a long career, actually. Yeah, he has. He's young as shit in that. Damn rich cunt! I kill rich cunts. Your mother's getting the shit kicked out of her. That's crazy. God damn rich cunt! I kill really? rich cunt. You have to cunt. replay that. <laughs> I don't think that was necessary. We got it the first time around. He said it, man. Yeah. Goddamn okay. rich cunt. 
I kill rich cunts. <laughs> Aggressive. Oh my god! I just find that funny with the hat too, and he's got a, a, a what? I don't even know what they're called, like a billy club or something. It's like a who knows, man. I don't know what to call it. The weapons from back in the day. Yeah, these guys aren't uh, aren't uh, real criminals, but yeah, I watch that, and it's it. If you're a fan of that 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 era, then yeah, uh, you you kind of give it a pass, but it's yeah, you know. I don't think they should remake Death Wish. Just leave it alone. You know what I mean? There's been enough of them. I mean, they got taken and stuff like that now. But don't don't remake Death Wish. You can have the same storyline, but they do that. And it's, it's like, leave Charlie Bronson alone. Right? Yeah. We, we've been there. We've done that. It's a classic. It's like they've remade The Warriors. Now I hear they're remaking uh, Point Break. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> Real pissed. <laughs> How do you remake Point Break? That's Why even touch that? You know what I mean? Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Are you kidding me? That's that's as good as it gets Who's right there. Play them. Is there any? If it ain't Patrick Swayze, I'm not on. Well, I don't watch it. it. Can't be Patrick Swayze. All right. He was in Ghost. You know what I mean? He was Sam in Ghost. Yeah. He was in Roadhouse. Rest you don't, in peace. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, let me have a little pour out a little for my homie. Yeah, so, mm. so that's what's up. Don't don't even don't even try to you know. Then they're but they are they're remaking Point Break, which we should just send in the votes right now and, and vote whoever is making it out of office. You ain't got no job because really uh, you stupid. shouldn't even touch that. Patrick Swayze just out of respect, right? I Damn. agree. Mm-hmm. They better not make, try to remake Roadhouse. They, they they did the other one with them. I forget the war movie. Uh, what is it? Uh, damn it! With the Wolverines, can't remember the name of it. Where the Russians invaded? What? Yeah, damn it! Now I gotta look it up. You're killing me. Sorry, uh, Patrick. My brain doesn't work like yours. I mean, I what? I don't know what movie it is. Once you say it, I probably will. But right now. He was in a war movie? Point Break, Dirty Dancing. Of course. I mean, but- come on. <laughs> How does it even get any better than that? Roadhouse. This motherfucker was in everything. <laughs> the Outsiders. He's in every Red Dawn. Jesus, ah. I couldn't remember it. Played Jed. I mean, Pretty come bad. on. That's all he needs. I mean, he made a lot of stuff in between that lesser known. But I mean, just based on those alone, out of respect for the man that did it, Patrick Swayze. Let's end on that note. Mm. Big ups to Patrick Swayze. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? He's with us. He's part of the uh, American Riddle podcast. You know what I mean? He's part of us. He's in our soul. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Miriam Tazi. So deep. That's right. The African with attitude. Glad you're mm. on today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You know how we do. And people, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me rant and ramble on today. Um, yeah, email me. Send more uh, feedback. And do do us a favor also. Keep sharing this. I got uh, I posted you know, one episode the other day, and you guys have been uh, sharing it on your page. So keep it in circulation, you know, whether they want it or not. Just <laughs> keep keep putting it out there. Because that's the only way we can uh, we can get this going, and hopefully I'll have uh, have the uh, sponsors and uh, the website updated soon with uh, links to Amazon, iTunes, and other uh, 
you know, other affiliates that can help uh, fund this show because I need some new mics, I need some new cables, you know, and uh, you know, that's the only way we're going to grow it. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's that's it. That's it. That's all I can say. So keep listening, uh, keep sending your feedback, and thank you for your support. Domino motherfucker. Fuck y'all niggas, what? Is it talk? Oh, you got it. Yeah. Bet this gun blast to your chest and leave your moms broken hearted. Get me started. Come up against this, is you retarded? I ain't shit on you motherfuckers yet. I only fought it. Just stop a nigga from Farborough that's crisp. Put him on my shit. The hot Latino rapper, big pun up on his fly shit. G rap the soul survivor with truck kills all the nonsense. When Molly doing the track is big, I mean Jurassic. Like coke, this shit's a classic. From the cradle to the casket. Gonna blow from Bangkok to Brooklyn. Beijing to the boogie down. Then back to my block. Follow the trail that lead back to me. I went wrong with two blocks, but it blows off like Tupac. Go clutch the holy drawers. Can't save you, still gonna be a holocaust. Truck turner, show no remorse. The head nigga, floss. But don't be around when the sun go down. I rob you, sneak on you down. The phone phone, make a thunder sound, rushing like hug the ground. I'm a clump tent, don't turn around. You see my face, I'ma blaze you. Then let off another round, another round. To your family, put you underground. I told you, kid, I let you down, spray you down, turn your town, cross pound. Team player, don't play around. Who am I? Truck turner, you're learning now. No matter where you from, I'm the On my mother, motherfucker. How dare you disrespect? Hey, bitch, you coming through with the fifth and glock. Ripping shots and hitting blocks. Leave a kid's rock, put in the hitting box. Splitting tops, leave his face hot. Dotted like chicken box. Split the cops with blood out, sniffing socks. Sticking rocks, no trace. Get your click rub, your wicks slug, the shit blood. Catch a big mug, top of just like a chick with big jugs. Up in the strip club, rivers of blood. No coffee, blow torch like auto mechanics. You order the panic, you slaughter your banners. Your daughter be planted inside the ground more than the granite. My gunshots will make you orbit the planet. Bruce of evil, people of all legal, all illegal. The four floors are lethal. Cop after gas, I'm the willies like an evil. Five shots to rent a regal. Leave all your peoples with palsy and they cerebrals. Deadly as an addict's needle. Then automatic sweep you, sweep you. I'm sending you to Lucifer to keep you, heat you. Nail you to the cross on top of the church of steeple. Red tops cover your face like the measles. Next up, I believe that's me. And you light up the mic for the symphony. Yo, yo, bitch ass, here's a quick class. I'm the blast master, cause I blast some whip ass. This'll be all a quick fast. Keep mixing it, spitting it, pinning it. Did it like juice with gin in it. Ha ha, jackpot, we winning it. You talk that shit, but you really illiterate. Reading shit like, hey, hey, Trump turned the KRS without a doubt. And yo, 
Punisher, my man Truck Turner, KRS-One. Y'all never get on my damn mic. Y'all crazy.